We're going to be doing uh, uh, spiritual gifts again. We're going to continue this series. And uh, our focus is that everyone has a gift. Uh, everyone has a gift. If you are a born-again believer in Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, you have a gift, a spiritual gift given to you from God. So I thought it would be fun uh, to start off with a little brain exercise, right, first thing, you know, as we get going here. Uh, so simply, uh, I just want to see what spiritual gifts we can remember. Uh, if you were here last week, uh, you have a little bit of bonus there because we went over all 18 of them. Uh, and uh, so, But if you weren't here, uh, you can find them in your Bible or maybe you have some of them uh, memorized. Uh, so uh, just shout them out. What, what are some of the spiritual gifts? See if we can remember them all. Prophecy, yep. Yep, healing. I'm going to try to mark them to see how many we get. Anybody remember any others? Ministry, yep, correct. Others? Anyone? Yeah, <laughs> that's all right. It can be an open book test. That's fine. You can find them in a few places in the Bible, uh, Romans, Ephesians, and Corinthians, if you want to open up and try to find them. So we got prophecy, ministry, and healing. There are about 15 others. Uh, so if you take a guess, chances are you might get it. Discernment, yep. Any others? Teaching? Oh, yes. Uh, so we are uh, just trying to remember what the spiritual gifts are uh, that are listed in the Bible for us. So, so far we have prophecy, ministry, teaching, healing, and discernment. Uh, can we think of any others? There are quite a few left still. Exhortation, yep. You were just barely loud enough that I could hear you. <laughs> there are a few left. Give you a couple more seconds, then I'll just list them for you. Wisdom, yes. The things you're saying are very good, but not on the spiritual gift list. Mercy, yes. Giving, yep. Mercy. Googling. <laughs> oh, is he Googling? I thought you were asking if Googling was a spiritual gift. <laughs> I have the spiritual gift of looking stuff up. <laughs> uh, all right, we got most of them. Uh, there is like the big one that everybody thinks. If you if you Google uh, uh, spiritual gifts, the the most prominent one you will find uh, is tongues. Everybody on the internet loves to talk about tongues for some reason. Uh, so we still have tongues. Uh, interpretation of tongues goes along with that. Uh, we said wisdom, but we did not say knowledge. So there's knowledge. And then we have apostle, evangelist, and pastor. And that finishes off the list for us this morning. Uh, I won't make you list them all. So there you go. So uh, gifts are awesome, right? Uh, getting gifts is fun. I love to receive gifts. Uh, you can give me a gift anytime you want. You don't have to wait till my birthday. Uh, or Christmas, you can give me a gift because it's Monday, and I'm okay with that. I love gifts. Gifts are great. Uh, the best gifts in my mind, though, 
um, are gifts that you can use over and over and over and over again. You can enjoy it forever. Uh, if, if you receive an amazing gift, it, it leaves an impact on you. Uh, last week, I asked for people to give me examples of gifts they've received. Uh, this week, I just want you to raise your hand if you've ever received uh, a really amazing gift that you were able to use a whole bunch. Has, has anybody ever received a gift that you've used over and over and over again? I have. I'm sure if we had long enough to think about it, we could all think of uh, some gifts that are like that. Uh, but I, I have. I've received gifts that you can use over and over again. It was just amazing gifts. Uh, now, what did we do with these amazing gifts after receiving it? Did we hide our gift in the closet and, and just never look at it again? Probably not. Hopefully not. Uh, did we use it once and then decide that we're not going to use it anymore? You know, one time's enough. I don't want to do that again. Uh, this amazing gift, we're talking about great gifts here. Uh, did we use it for maybe a year, maybe two years, and then just forget all about it and it was covered in dust, uh, never to be thought of again? Probably not. If it was really an amazing gift, we probably still use it all the time. Uh, if, if it's true that you've, you've done these things, you've got this amazing gift and you, and you hit it or, uh, lost it or decided not to use it anymore, and we're assuming that it really is an amazing gift and you can use it over and over again, uh, if, if that's the case and you're not using it anymore, you, you are not seeing the true value in that gift anymore. Now, chances are when we receive great gifts, we use them to death. Uh, that's what I do. Uh, and what I mean is until we die or until the gift dies, if the, the gift's life uh, runs out. Uh, so I have an example with me that I have with me all the time. It's my wallet. Uh, this is actually a gift that was given to me. My wife gave it to me. Do you remember how many years ago? Like 10-ish? Oh, okay. It's like 7-ish. <laughs> but anyways, uh, it was so great. I can't remember when I got it. And uh, she got me this wallet. And it's actually handmade from real leather. Uh, she went to, a, what, what do you call a person that works with leather? Whatever that is. She went to one of those people. And, uh, and uh, so she had it handmade. It's actually a replica of the wallet I bought myself when I was 16, and it just fell apart. Uh, I was using it, and they had holes in it, you know, and, and all that. And uh, so they copied and made the same wallet. Now, and it, because it's real leather and it was handmade, this will probably last longer than me. So you'll see me on my deathbed with this wallet probably. I'll, I'll be using it for the rest of my life. It was a great gift. It's a gift that I can use forever. I didn't put it in the closet and forget about it. Uh, I, I use it, and I use it all the time. My uh, my wife also bought me another gift some years ago. This is probably closer to 10 years. I don't know. Um, some tennis shoes. And it's not the tennis shoes I brought in on one Sunday night that were uh, falling apart. <laughs> uh, but uh, if you know me, I keep stuff forever. Uh, but um, she bought me some Reebok tennis shoes, some nice. They're all, I like black tennis shoes, all black tennis shoes. Uh, Reebok, I think, are really comfortable for my feet or whatever. And uh, I think it was probably close to 10 years ago that she got those. And I'm going to wear those until they can't be worn anymore. And because uh, it's a great gift and I like it and, I, and I'm going to keep using it. There are uh, gifts that we are given that we continue to use all the time. And that's because the value of a gift is in the use of a gift. Uh, if we do not use the gift, now even if it's something that you don't physically use, but it causes you to remember things, you're still using it in that sense. 
Uh, but if we do not use a gift, then we're wasting the value of it. Now, this goes for material gifts like we're talking about. Uh, but it also goes for spiritual gifts, like all the gifts we listed at the very beginning there. Uh, and this brings me to my first point, which is unused gifts. We're going to talk about unused gifts. And we're going to look at Jonah for this. So go ahead and turn to Jonah chapter 3. Jonah chapter 3. We're going to consider unused gifts. In Jonah chapter 3, we're going to start in verse 2. It says, and this is the Lord speaking here, Arise, go unto Nineveh, the great city, and preach unto it the preaching that I bid thee. So Jonah arose and went unto Nineveh according to the word of the Lord. Now Nineveh was an exceeding great city of three days journey. And Jonah began to enter into the city a day's journey. And he cried and said, Yet forty days and Nineveh shall be overthrown. And we'll stop there. Uh, Jonah was a preacher. Jonah was a prophet from God with a message from God. Uh, God told Jonah, go and preach to Nineveh. Now, I know we all know this story very well. We've heard it a thousand times. We learned it since we were real little in Sunday school. Uh, we probably all could teach this, uh, this um, event of Jonah here. Uh, but I want to look at a few things in this uh, event that's recorded for us in the book of Jonah. First of all, Jonah was a preacher. Uh, that, that was a gift from God, an ability given to him from God. Jonah was a preacher. Uh, Jonah was also a good preacher, and he had a good message, a message from God. Uh, Jonah was not a rookie. Jonah wasn't new. This wasn't a gift that was just given to Jonah. It seems that he has served in this role uh, at some capacity in his life before this event took place. Now, we see Jonah go into the great big city of Nineveh, and the Bible tells us, we read it this morning, that it would take three days to walk through this town. And Jonah, he only gets about one day into the into this city, and he's preaching, and a great revival breaks out. Now, I don't know a preacher alive that would not just love this reaction and this response to the preaching. Uh, that would be amazing to see. Uh, Jonah himself, uh, and the Bible tells us that this would take three days to get this job done, to walk through this whole town and, and preach to everyone there, uh, would take three days. And God's message that he preached, it was so good because it came from God. It was so good that it took less than one day to get the job done. So Jonah was a preacher, Jonah was an experienced preacher, and Jonah was a good preacher. Uh, he was able to correctly get the word of God out to these people. Uh, so the point is that Jonah, through God, was very capable of preaching to this crowd. There was no reason for Jonah not to obey and preach to them. This preaching of Jonah, it was a gift from God. God blessed Jonah with the gift of preaching. Uh, now, now, I, I know uh, many preachers would love to be able to preach to a crowd that size. I, I'd probably be nervous preaching to that many people. Uh, but to see a nationwide revival, that would just be amazing. I, I, that's one of the things I hope they have on uh, DVD or streaming service up in heaven uh, so I can watch that someday. But 
Uh, that is what happens when you use the gift that God has given you. Uh, Jonah didn't always use the gift, though, did he? Uh, let's look back at Jonah chapter 1 and see how it started off. Uh, Jonah chapter 1, and we'll look at verse 1. Now the word of the Lord came unto Jonah, the son of Amittai, saying, Arise, go to Nineveh, that great city, and cry against it, for their wickedness has come up before me. But Jonah, arose, but Jonah rose up to flee unto Tarshish from the presence of the Lord. Jonah, he didn't value the gift he was given by God. Uh, Jonah didn't want to use this gift at this time. Uh, Jonah wanted to put this gift on a shelf and put it in the closet and forget all about it uh, because he didn't want to go do and use this gift. Uh, Jonah, he was wasting this gift. Uh, Jonah actually wasted this gift for at least three days. Uh, there was three days and three nights that he was uh, disobedient to God, and there was uh, three days that the people in Nineveh lost out on and could not hear from God, hear the word of God, because Jonah was wasting his gift. Because Jonah was not using the gift that God gave him. Uh, Jonah not using his gift didn't just hurt himself. Uh, remember, he was in a fish's belly for three days. That certainly was not pleasant. It uh, was not desirable. So it definitely hurt himself uh, in his relationship with God during those days. But it also hurt other people as well. We're talking about the people of Nineveh here. They did not get to hear the word of God. Uh, these people lost three days of knowing God. They lost three days of having a relationship with God. And I realize this is a little bit of speculation, but who knows, maybe one person might have died during those three days and they never got the opportunity to hear the preaching about God. All because Jonah wouldn't use his gift. Uh, unused gifts hurt ourselves and it hurts others. Uh, Romans 10:14 it says, "How then shall they call on him whom they've not believed, and how shall they believe in him who they've not heard, and how shall they hear without a preacher?" So uh, if, if Jonah doesn't preach to them, they cannot believe. Uh, and that's the, the very point um, of not using our gifts, and it hurts other people. Uh, now I know I'm focusing on preaching here, but really this preaching is about the plan of salvation. And this does apply to all of us. We are all called to spread the gospel. Uh, we could also use this practical reasoning to apply to all of the gifts. And we could come up with the same result. Not using any of the spiritual gifts will hurt ourselves and it will hurt others. We will hurt ourselves by being disobedient to God. It will hurt our relationship with God. It also hurt our chances of being blessed by God. So it will hurt us by not using our spiritual gifts. But it will also hurt others. Uh, think of the spiritual gifts we listed. Uh, prophecy. If we don't use that spiritual gift, then the ones that should receive the message lose out. It hurts them. Ministry. The ones that should have been served are the ones that are getting hurt. Teaching. Uh, we're hurting the ones, if we don't use the gift of teaching, we're hurting the ones that are ready to be taught. Uh, if, if 
Uh, God blessed me with the ability to come up here to teach this morning. If I chose to, to put that on a shelf and not use it today, or I chose not to show up today, or I decided I was going to go to Tarshish today, uh, then all of you that are here and ready and willing to learn would not have had someone here teaching you. Uh, exhortation, our brothers and sisters we could have encouraged are hurt if we don't use that gift. Uh, and giving, the ones that would benefit from the giving and the work of the ministry would be hurt uh, if we don't give. Uh, ruling, which we talked about last week, is leading uh, spiritually. Uh, Christians that need leading, if, if you're not using your gift of ruling. Now, that doesn't have to be that you're a pastor of a church. It could be that you're the spiritual leader in your own family or your workplace. And the, the ones that you should be leading are getting hurt if you don't use your gift. The same goes for all the rest of the gifts, mercy, wisdom, knowledge, faith, all of them. All spiritual gifts will hurt us, and it will hurt others if they're not used. Uh, Anyone that we come in contact with will benefit from us using our gifts, and they will be hurt by us not using our gifts. Now, I want to talk a little bit about something we're going to do this morning. Uh, we're going to take a spiritual gift assessment. Uh, so uh, we've been uh, joking with my wife because uh, she doesn't like taking tests. So I'm going to tell you guys, it's not a test, so don't worry. Um, it does not test your knowledge of anything. If you have never read the Bible, you would be able to answer these questions because it's simply just going to uh, address how you think you are in each of these statements. Now, we'll get to, I'll explain it a little bit more in a minute. But first, I want to talk about why are we going to do this? Why are we going to do this assessment? Uh, First of all, we can't use what we don't know we have. That's why we're going to do this, because we can't use what we don't know we have. Now, um, a few years ago, I uh, decided I was going to refinish my basement. And so I did a demo of what was there, cleaned it all up, and then I started building. And I put the subfloor in and the the, uh two-by-four walls and ran wires and insulated, and now it was time to do drywall. And so I recruited, uh, it's kind of hard to do drywall all by yourself, especially when you're doing a ceiling. Uh, and so I recruited my dad and my father-in-law to come help me with this drywall work. So my dad got there early. I think he actually might have stayed the night, and we just started early in the morning. And so we got started on it, and we decided we we're going to start on the ceiling and then do the walls. So me and him are trying to do the ceiling, just the both of us. And it's a basement ceiling, so it's not like, you know, this ceiling, you know, 20 feet in the air or anything. Uh, so we were able to just stand on the ground and hold the drywall up. But the thing was is, you know, I have a drill and I have screws and I have a tool belt with, you know, a pocket with all the screws right there. So I wasn't having to walk around and grab all these things. But we put the drywall up on the ceiling and I go to grab, you know, I'm trying to hold it one hand and get the you know, drill in one hand and grab a screw and put it on the end of the drill and then trying to drill it in. It was a lot of work. It was, uh, we did not get a lot done with the two of us working uh, like that. And so then my father-in-law shows up and he brings one of the best things with him. He brought a drywall screw gun. Now, if you don't know what a drywall screw gun is, uh, it's a pretty cool uh, invention someone made years ago and it has the screws in it. So it basically it has like a whole coil, uh, plastic coil, and screws are inserted on that, and it self-feeds itself a screw. Every time you use it, another screw's there. So you don't have to ever grab a screw and put it on there. It's always there. 
And so we got this thing, and all of a sudden we put this up, and I just grabbed, you know, you just do like six screws, like, you know, in the time you would have been trying to grab one screw out of your pocket. Uh, so it, it was great that he showed up with that. It was also great having extra hands to hold it up in the air. Uh, but I didn't know that this thing even existed before that point. I've never really looked around at these things. I didn't know that I could use it because I didn't know we had it. I didn't know he had it. So I couldn't use it because I didn't know he had it. Uh, we cannot use something if we don't know we have it. Uh, some people here know exactly what their spiritual gift is. And most of you are already using this gift um, or gifts uh, in, your, in your service to God already. Uh, the truth is that some here may not know what their primary spiritual gift is. And that's okay. That's why we're doing this. Uh, we're going to do this series so that we can learn about the spiritual gifts, and we're going to do this assessment so that we can learn what our spiritual gifts are. Now, another truth is that some may not realize that God has given us more than one spiritual gift. Uh, So if we know the primary gift that God has blessed us with, that's great, and hopefully we're using that. But maybe we're not really sure on what some of the secondary gifts that God has blessed us with. This assessment will help us uh, see what our primary gift is, and it will help us see our secondary gifts. Um, it's actually really cool. The last page has a graph, and you'll actually see where you're at on all of them. Uh, so we're doing this so that we can know what our spiritual gifts are, and then we can use these gifts. Uh, I'll tell you that once you take this assessment, you will know what your gifts are, You know, unless you just write ones through the whole thing, and then it won't make any sense. Uh, but if you do it honestly and try to do it accurately, you will know what your spiritual gifts are. And then I want to let you know that once you know what they are, you will be expected to use them. Um, so I'm not saying that I will expect you to use them. I'm not going to go around and say, hey, are you using your gift today? Uh, I'm not, you know, Pastor Chuck's not going to do that either. Uh, I'm not saying that we expect you to use them. That is what we desire, obviously. Uh, We desire that you're obedient to God and using what God has given you. But what I'm saying is that once you know what these gifts are that God has blessed you with, God will be expecting you to use them. But I also want to say that if if, if for some reason you don't take this assessment, you don't know what your gifts are, maybe you're like, if I don't know, I can't use it, right? Uh, God still expects you to use what he's given you even if you don't know what it is, uh, you know, I, I think of the uh, ten talents and the five talents and the one talent. The guy went and buried it in the dirt, and then he came back and he had some excuse about not, uh, you know, not wanting to waste it or anything. Uh, he didn't use it, and, and, and in the parable, uh, the ruler was very upset about that. If we're given something, we're expected to use it, so we should try to learn how to use it. And learn what it is and try to use it. Uh, God, if God gave you a gift, God wants you to use that. Uh, now we started talking about Jonah and how he was blessed with the gift of prophecy of pre- and preaching. And God expected him to use these gifts. And that is why God asked Jonah to go and preach to Nineveh. God expected him to use the gifts that God blessed him with. So now that we know why we're going to do this, uh, now we're actually going to take this assessment. So uh, if David uh, can start passing these out, and there are pens up here if you need pens. There's also probably still some pens in the back as well. Now, I took mine yesterday, and it took me roughly about 10 minutes. 
there are 80 items on here. And uh, so I'll kind of explain how it goes. You're going to want to answer for yourself. Uh, don't You can't copy off of your neighbor because it's not going to make any sense. It's, it's specific to you. Uh, so you'll see on there, there'll be 80 statements on the first four pages there. And you'll see that there's a line next to each statement. On that line, you're supposed to write a number one through five. Uh, one being that it's the statement is absolutely not like you at all. Uh, if you read it and you say, no way, I'm not like that at all, then you're going to want to put a one there. Uh, if you read it and you say, that is perfectly me, I'm exactly like that, you'll write a five. So the higher the number, the more like you it is. Uh, and obviously you can use all the numbers in between if you think a little bit, but not quite, you know, four or three or whatever. Uh, so you want to do that. Uh, go all the way through, do all 80 of them. Again, it might take you about 10 minutes or so. And uh, if we don't get it completely finished this morning, that's fine. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about how we're going to do that. So I'll give you some time. Go ahead and start going through that. All right, so here's what I want everyone to do. You have homework. Isn't that exciting? <laughs> if you did not get it done, I want you to take it home and I want you to finish it, okay? Did anybody get it done? All right, a couple people. Good, good. All right, so what I want you to do, first of all, put your name on it. So, you know, if there's more than one in your house at home or whatever, uh, it doesn't get mixed up. But <laughs> Okay, <laughs> yeah, just... Uh, you want to make sure that you know, you know, yours is yours kind of deal there. Um, so take it home. If uh, if it's not finished, finish it up at home. Um, and then you have to bring it back next week, though. So don't forget it. So if you have to put it in your car on Saturday, do that. You know, put it in your car Saturday. Bring it back with you next Sunday morning. Um, so I want to talk just for a minute about the scoring. It's on the fourth page there, second from the last um, you'll see a box there, and it just simply tells you what item number. That means, you know, basically what statement or question number. And you're just going to take your number you wrote next to that for that statement and put it on that line. And you're going to go through that whole box and do that. It tells you which one to write where. Uh, just try to make sure you do that accurately. And then you're going to add them all up from left to right and get totals for each uh, spiritual gift there. And uh, when you add them up, You'll write it there at the end, uh, and that'll kind of give you a number corresponding to each spiritual gift. Uh, so go ahead and do that at home. That took me almost 10 minutes. It took me almost as long to do that as it did to take uh, the, the assessment anyways. Uh, and then on the last page, you will see that there is a graph. And so if, and if this confuses you any, you can take a look at mine, and I'll show you how it's supposed to work. Uh, people up close might be able to see it. Everybody in the back, you probably can't see this. Uh, but... You're going to take a look and see each one of the gifts are listed at the bottom. So the first vertical line there is leadership. So you're going to take the number from the fourth page there that you got for leadership. Mine was 21. So I come up here just above the 20 and put a dot. So you're going to put a dot on the line for each one of these uh, spiritual gifts. Uh, and then after you get all the dots done, then you get to play a game. You can connect the dots, you know, like like you're a kid again, right? And so you'll connect the dots and it'll make this really cool looking line graph. Mine kind of looks like a business that's not doing so well towards the end here. 
but uh, so everybody will kind of get a line graph. And, and the cool thing is, is it gives you a real picture of uh, where you are on every single one of the spiritual gifts. So you can say, oh, well, you know, that may not be my spiritual gift. I might have to put a little effort in that area or something. And you can see, you know, this is my spiritual gift. I need to use that to serve God somehow. Uh, so then you'll see on that last page uh, where it says here, kind of towards the middle, one, two, three, you're going to put your top three spiritual gifts according to the, you know, the number that you got for each one of them. Now, it, you might have a tie. I had a tie. So instead of picking one, I just put them both on the line. So, uh, you know, if you have a tie for first place, write them both on the line and then write a second and a third after that. Uh, I figured, you know, if, if God couldn't pick one and gave me equal, then I shouldn't pick one either. And I put them both on there. So that's kind of my thinking there. So uh, go ahead and write your top three on the line there. Again, remember to bring this back with you next week. Uh, and then you'll see there is a blank uh, under that. It says, after prayer, I'm beginning to sense that God wants me to use my spiritual gifts. And then there's a blank by how you're going to start using your spiritual gifts. I want you to leave that blank uh, because I don't want that just filled out um, quickly. I want us to spend a lot of time praying over that. Uh, that is basically a spot of where you're going to say, God, I'm going to commit this service to you based on this spiritual gift that you have blessed me with. So I don't want us just to put something down there. I want us to spend a lot of time praying over that over the next few weeks. Uh, so we're not going to fill that out till uh, weeks down the road. Uh, so we're going to um, spend a lot of time in prayer. You're going to spend time yourself in prayer on your spiritual gifts and how God wants you to use them. Uh, we're also over the next few weeks going to look at each of the spiritual gifts and we're going to see what the Bible has to say about them so that we can learn more about our spiritual gifts. Uh, so leave that blank. We'll fill it out later. Uh, we'll, next week, we'll go over. So you have to bring this back with you next week. We'll go over uh, the results of the spiritual gifts. I won't make you sit there and, and read all of your answers and, and all that kind of stuff. We're not going to do that. Uh, so don't worry about that. Uh, but you're going to take a look at your own graph. You're going to determine what gifts uh, God has blessed you with. And then I have a special certificate that we're all going to get. So come back next week so you can get your certificate. I know that's exciting, right? Uh, and we're going to write down on there uh, what our spiritual gifts are that God blessed us. Uh, and that's for you to keep. Uh, I, I don't want it back. I want you to keep it. I want you to put it in your bedroom or on the wall of your house or somewhere where you're going to look at it and see it. And God's going to remind you every time you look at it that God has blessed you in these areas. And, and you're going to look at it and think, well, I need to serve God this way because of these gifts. Uh, so I'm going to, we're going to have a certificate to fill out next week. And also next week, we're going to start looking at what the Bible has to say about all of these spiritual gifts. And we're going to learn a little bit more and learn how to, uh, or, or understand them a little bit better. Uh, but hopefully how we can use these in our lives. That's the goal. It, we don't want to just gain knowledge of the spiritual gifts. We want to know how we can use them uh, in our service to God. So uh, that's what we're going to do next week. So let's close in prayer and then you'll be free.